you are making the world a better place by listening to the Joy of Living podcast. This is your guide to achieving a more purposeful, powerful, and positive life. Join Barry Shore in unlocking the best version of you and becoming happier, healthier, and wealthier. And now, here's your ambassador of joy, Barry Shore. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved immortal beings, and good-looking people. Maybe you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. We found good in abundance because you have used your most valuable asset, your time, to tune into the joy of living with your humble host, Barry Shaw, because you know that on this show, we work with the three fundamentals of life. And when you use these three fundamentals of life, you will be happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? And you tuned in because of one person, one person only, and it's the best person in the world, you. Because you know that when you make you the best you can be, you make the world a better place. You build more bridges of harmony, create more joy, happiness, peace, and love in the world. And you are going to be lifted up uplifted and transformed more so than almost any other podcast we've ever done. (laughs) I guarantee it. I mean, this is really something special. I've been tingling thinking about it and because you're going to meet Danielle and it's just going to, it's going to rock your world. That's why you're here because you want your world rocked because you know, that's going to help you become the best you possible. So what are the three fundamentals of life? Three fundamentals are number one, life, your life has purpose. And when you lead a purpose driven life. Number two happens. Now, in this case, good number two, you go mad. Now, man is a wonderful acronym that stands for make a difference. You lead a purpose-driven life, you make a difference in the world. And the third fundamental is to unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. Simple. Right now, this uh, podcast is being carried around the world hundreds of thousands of people, over 348,613 people right now. And God willing, by the time Daniel comes on, we'll be over 360 plus thousand because you're always telling your family and friends to join. We urge you, by the way, to share this podcast with five people. That's it, five people. Then we'll touch a million and a half. And just give us a great rating on the podcast because that brings more people. So here's the key. What does WWW stand for? Ask anybody. It has to do with the internet. Now, factually speaking, they're correct. In our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for what a wonderful world. <laughs> and of course, a big tip of the hat and a thank you to Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, for enabling that song, What a Wonderful World, to go viral and not just touch tens of millions or hundreds of millions, but billions of people around the planet. And what do you do when you hear the opening bars of What a Wonderful World? What do you do right away? You can't help it. You smile. Now, smile is one of the most important words you're going to be internalized, utilize, and leverage in your life because smile stands for for seeing miracles in life every day. That's right, seeing miracles in life every day. Now, I'm honored and privileged to be able to speak to large groups of people. I just spoke recently, we have 1,172 people in the audience. And invariably, when I tell the story about Barry Shaw, I talk about seeing miracles in life every day. People, some people raise their hands and say, hey, Barry Shaw, Barry Shaw, I've been up for hours, I haven't seen any miracles. And I ask them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you stand still? I can't do that. Can you walk? I can be able to do that. You have water to drink, you have food to eat, you have sleep, you have family, you have friends. Every single one of those is a miracle. And what's the proof? Simple proof. A million people didn't get out of bed this morning. You know why? They died. By definition, if you're watching or listening, you didn't. If we have an obligation to live life to the full, and you're going to hear that from Danielle today, them talk about living life to the full, overflowing with goodness. So that's the genius. I'm going to tell you a quick story. It's about me. Imagine if you can, standing up in the morning, completely healthy and hearty, able to leave tall buildings at a single bound, and that evening being in the hospital, totally, completely paralyzed from the neck down. Not an automobile accident, not a spinal injury. It was a rare disease, which I never heard of the day before, took over my body and rendered me a quadriplegic. Nothing in my body moved from my neck down. I could only communicate by blinking my eyes. I was 144 days in the hospital. I was in a hospital bed in my own home for two years. I couldn't turn over by myself. 
four years in a wheelchair. I had braces on both my legs, my hips to my ankles. That was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven-foot walking wand. So I'm a tripod, not a biped. I can't walk up a stair by myself. I can't walk up a curb by myself. Now I've helped 12 hours a day, seven days a week, but you hear my voice. Positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. All because of one word. Smile, seeing miracles in life every day. But I got to tell you, a couple of weeks ago, my eight-year-old niece comes over to me. She says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? I thought about it. Smile, smile, sounds the same. Why not? I asked her, how come? She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. Out of the mouth of an eight-year-old. But what was she doing? She was creating the kind of world she wants to live in. Now, CREATE is a wonderful acronym that stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. We call that a shift in perspective. And that's the title of my newest book, O Shift. And on the cover, we have uh, Scrabble tiles, O-H, then an S-H-I with the F, just a little bit of the line, and a T. Why? Because in 40-plus years of working with people, 97.2% of all people I work with at the beginning drop the F in shift, and the other stuff happens. you got to be effing careful with your Fs. Shift perspective just a little bit. And guess what will happen? You'll be able to internalize, utilize, and leverage the six most important words you'll ever learn. And they are choice, not chance, determines your destiny. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. How you choose to respond in any given situation will show you the path forward and the trajectory of your life. Now, I got to warn everybody, new people especially, and Danielle, that I do use a lot of four-letter words. I even use the four-letter F-U word, and I do it because of the shock value. It is fun. Now, the four-letter words, of course, that we use because we live in the world of positive, purpose, powerful, and pleasant are love, life, hope, free, gift, play, pray, swim. And the four-letter F-U word is fun. Fun, yes. F-U, capital N, capital N. Now, right away, some people raise their hand and say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore. Fun's only spelled with three letters. Not in our world, the world of the positive, purpose, powerful, and pleasant. F-U, capital N, capital N. So after the show, you see your family and friends. I want you to point your finger, have a twinkle in your eye, and a smile on your face. Remember what that stands for. And tell them, F-U, capital N, capital N. They say, what are you talking? Where'd you get that? I listened to Barry Shore. He had amazing Danielle Green on, and he wants to teach the world to F-U. Capital N, capital N. So before we bring on Danielle, I want to ask everybody, for your benefit, to be happier, healthier, and wealthier, use the two most powerful words in English language three times a day from now and the rest of your life. And they are, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks stands for to harmonize and nurture kindness. To harmonize and nurture kindness. Imagine you go into the coffee shop, order your fancy latte, you sit down, somebody brings it to you, say thank you. You go to the coffee shop, order your fancy latte, a couple of minutes go by, nobody brings you, go to the kind say, I'm sorry, we forgot, we're busy. Go sit down, a couple of minutes go by, somebody brings you, still say, thank you. Walking out of the coffee shop, it's raining out. Somebody holds the door open for you, you say, thank you. You walk out of the coffee shop, it's raining out, somebody slams the door on you. You say, thank you. You're in traffic, you're late for an appointment, somebody cuts you off. You say, thank you. Get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. You say. Thank you. Kind, to harmonize and nurture kindness. Kind is a fabulous acronym that stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. I can't think of anybody, anybody that inspires noble deeds more than dear, wonderful, amazing Danielle Green. Danielle. Thank you, Barry. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be on the phone. The, the, the Say podcast. 365,819 people around the world. Woo! That's a lot. That's a <laughs> lot in counting. But thank you for having me and um, Wounded Warrior Project on your show. I'm happy to share my story and how they have helped me on my healing journey the past 19 years. Wow, she is so beautiful. If you're watching, you're seeing an amazing beaming smile. You're seeing a wondrous, beautiful woman. And if you're listening, you can hear it in her voice. You can hear the smile in her voice. So yes, I'm going to give, if I start reading all the things about Danielle, it would take the rest of the show. So I'm going to give you three highlights. Number one, her name is Danielle Green, and she comes from the difficult part of Chicago. She was born during the crack epidemic. That didn't stop her from becoming a star athlete. 
She got a basketball scholarship to one of the greatest schools in America, Notre Dame. And she didn't just play. She played hard. She played to win. And she did win. And in the course of that, she understood that service, service is one of the greatest things you could do. She joined the military. She gave of herself so much so that unfortunately she lost an arm, her left arm, in battle in Iraq. Did that daunt her? Well, yeah, but did she overcome it? Yeah. Did she rise, not just rise above it, did she make it even something better? Yes. And she is now works as a spokesperson for Wounded Warriors Project. And if you don't know about Wounded Warriors, you need to, because one of the greatest organizations in the United States of America, which actually touches the world, because what happens to Americans makes a difference in the world. We are the tip of the spear in goodness, in growth, in giving, in sharing, and in service. And so that, as a little bit, I also want to make mention of one thing, because, and we'll talk about it a little bit more during the show. Um, Amazing Danielle received something called the ESPY Award, E-S-P-Y, which stands for, because I had to look up myself, Excellence in Sports Performance Yearly. Got that? E-S-P-Y. Just to tell you what it is, she got an award. Big deal. Well, it is a big deal because people like uh, LeBron James, Patrick Mahomes, Steph Curry, Tom Brady, hello, they also got E-S-P-Y Awards. In addition, they all say, and and Daniel Green got one. <laughs> they want to be in her world. So with that as a brief introduction, I want to do two things. I want to say, first of all, a huge thank you. Second of all, I'll tell you that the word joy, wonderful Danielle, is a great acronym that stands for journey of you. That's what joy is, journey of you. Okay. So let's just jump right in and talk about your journey. What does it mean? I mean, really. Growing up in poverty, at the height of the crack epidemic, hello, isn't that two or three or four or eight strikes against you? And therefore, you can't ever accomplish. Isn't that right? Absolutely. I think people thought, well, even I thought I was supposed to be a statistic. Uh, You know, mom on drugs, father absent. I had a strong granny in my corner. Um, But I had a spiritual connection with the University of Notre Dame. That's all I can equate it to. And I held on to that spiritual journey and that connection with that institution from the age of seven until Hall of Fame coach, Coach McGraw, offered me a scholarship. But that's just one half of it. The other half is be all you can be, the proud, the few, the Marines. And so when I was watching those Notre Dame football games during halftime, I was watching those military commercials. And as a kid, I wanted to be all I could be because it looked so bleak, you know, growing up in Chicago and the winters and the sky was gloomy. Military gave me another outlet, but I was blessed with learning about the game of basketball. And that would be my ticket out of the hood. (laughs) I want to unpack what you just said in a minute and a half, because it's so profound, because the reason I want to is because we have listeners from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And it's too easy, wherever you are in the world, think, well, you know, I live in X country or X place, and it's it's uh, overbearing and tyrannical. It's not America, and it, or even in America. But look what's happening. And it's too easy to get negative. Oh, very. So let's... Talk about Granny for a moment. Yes. Because, oh, look at that way. If you're watching, you see. <laughs> I love my Granny. I miss her so much. She's been gone, what, eight years now? She 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 stuck around to meet her, her fourth grandchild, my son, Daniel, and she was just tired. But she always told me to get out and be somebody. She knew her daughters were sick. It was only so much she could do, but... That was the thing that I remember, get out and be somebody. So once I had an opportunity to go live with her, she provided that stability for me. I didn't have to worry about the lights being turned off or not having a hot meal. I mean, she protected me and she believed in me. And I'm not going to say my mom and dad didn't believe in me. My dad, my dad worked for a Fortune 500 company, so he wasn't a bum. He wasn't a bum at all, but he had another family in the suburbs. 
and he knew the situation, but that's neither here or there. But I'm thankful to have that one caring adult. And then over time, you have teachers and you have school counselors and you have um, coaches that positively impact your, your life. And so that was a solid foundation for my life, which, you know, when I got injured, that connection and finding community and friends and strangers to to um, gather around and help uplift you. But early on, it was my granny, teachers, coaches, guidance counselor. And I'm going to mention something, again, trying to unpack. You pointedly and very wonderfully highlighted that you had a spiritual connection, let's say, to Notre Dame. But you were all, you were a vessel, Danielle, a vessel that the spirit could be poured into. And with Granny's protection, you were able to be someone who blossomed. Because to have a coach is one thing. To be able to accept direction, knowing that it's for your benefit so you could be somebody. Of course, you have to have talent. Hello? You don't have the talent. But if you don't put in the work, you yes. don't have the discipline and determination and the decision that you made. You made a decision. I'm saying this. I'm, you can say no. You made a decision to carry out what Granny said. Absolutely. To be somebody. Absolutely. I'm making this decision, right? I mean, because there were other avenues. I could have been a game banger. I had a cousin that was a game banger. I could have I could have um, had a baby or gone into prostitution. I mean, it was right there in my household, but I chose to rise above um, all of that and, and, and be somebody. And I knew if I could get to the University of Notre Dame and I could graduate and be successful, that one day I could return back to the inner city and I could share my story with other kids who thought they were alone. Because for a long time, Barry and listeners, I thought I was alone for a long time. But then you realize it's a big world out here and there's a lot of people that are suffering, but there are a lot of people that are also rising above and overcoming those obstacles and, and hurdles, whichever way. And I, I know people use the word resiliency all the time, but I can't help but use the word resiliency. That's like <laughs> when I talk to kids, I say that's a, a super, a superpower. You know, some people are innately born with it and some people have to experience something where they develop it over time, that ability to bounce back. And I think about a basketball, bouncing it up and down or a yo-yo up and down. That's how life is. And, you, and it's, it's, a, it's peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. But you learn, you build, you grow and you, you find, find great people to help you along that path. Dr. Seuss, all oh, the places you go. <laughs> uh, everybody around the world right now, Danielle, is absorbing this wondrous process that you are sharing with us. I'm going to give you something I think will make you very happy and smile. So uh, in my book, The Joy of Living. I published three books, thank God, this year, 2023. Uh, I make mention that it's most people mispronounce the word A-L-O-N-E, and they pronounce it alone. And when you say that word, and you think it in your head, and you feel it, you feel alone. So what I do is I help people shift. Remember, got to keep that F in place, the other stuff mm -hmm. happens. Uh, you shift and say, <laughs> Alone, it, you're mispronouncing it. Here's how you really want to pronounce it, because you just said it. Ready? All one. All one. You're all, everything is there for your benefit. When yes. you recognize that the good Lord has set up the world not to do something to you, but everything is there for you. For you, yes. It's there for you. <laughs> Really is. That, really that's is. who Granny was. And you're right. I didn't know the story about your father. It didn't matter. He was absent. Mom wasn't the best. And you were seemingly alone for a long time. And then you broke through and realized it's all one. I have a connection, a spiritual connection to Notre Dame, to basketball, and then the military where yes. you really became the best possible amazing Danielle Green who just exudes joy, 
happiness, peace, and love. So right now, with your permission, Danielle, we're going to go to a brief break because we have sponsors that love the show, the only, and we vet all our sponsors, so we urge you to patronize them because they, we wouldn't have them if they weren't good for you. So we'll be right back after this brief yes, message. Don't go away. There's more Danielle on the other side, and you're just going to be amazed at some of the things we're going to share with you. Be right back after this brief message. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, everybody. You know me, Barry Shore, and you know my story. Standing up in the morning, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound that night, being in the hospital, totally, completely paralyzed. Talk about a change of life. I was faced with lots of issues, difficulties, paths forward, if there was to be one. And I'm here to tell you that Finding advice from professional people makes all the difference, certainly in my life. And I would urge everybody to consider doing so in your life. And if you've ever had the opportunity to find someone or some two people that are really matched up with you, then you know it makes a difference. I urge you to consider using better help. Better help if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill in a brief questionnaire, I've done it, to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. This is your opportunity to make a difference and become the best you possible. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash joy of living today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com forward slash joy of living. Betterhelp, H E L P.com forward slash joy of living. Best wishes. Bye now. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Maybe you're good-looking. So I was looking for and finding the good. We found good in abundance. Our cup runneth over with good. Her name is Danielle Green, and she is sharing with us what it means to grow up in a crack neighborhood on the south side of Chicago and not only come through it, but emerge into one of the greatest players in women's basketball with a full with a scholarship to Notre Dame, and recognizing that she can be something so special that it could change and help the lives of others. So let's just talk about that. What what happened when you wanted to go? When you said, "I really want to go to Notre Dame." Well, that's nice. You want to, but how did it happen? How do you get even accepted and get a scholarship from where you came from? So I remember telling everyone, I'm going to the University of Notre Dame. And my mom said, oh, you're going to change your mind. You change your mind all the time. She upset me so much. I said, every year I'm going to remind her that I'm going to the University of Notre Dame. So two years later, I'm nine or 10 years old, and I discover basketball in PE. And I was left-hand dominant, and I remember shooting it, it, shooting the ball in the rim, and it went in. I said, oh, wow, this is great. So <laughs> I'm getting taller and I'm, I'm developing my skill. And I remember one day going to the park and the gentleman said, if you really work at your game, you could earn a scholarship somewhere. I had never heard about a scholarship because up to this point, I didn't know how I was getting to Notre Dame. I was just going. And I started playing middle school basketball, sixth, seven and eighth grade. And each year I, I developed more. I grew stronger and people started recruiting me around the city. But um Marshall University was the top dog in Chicago, um, but my mom went to Marshall High School and she said, no, you cannot go there. So I went to Roosevelt High School, which is on the north side of Chicago, because I figure, well, maybe I can help build the program. But there was one challenge. I moved my grandmother to Inglewood, a neighborhood called Inglewood. And that people who are familiar with Chicago, Inglewood is rough. You got all types of, <laughs> Wait a minute. All types of game bangers. And so right. this is the key. I would have to take two trains and a bus, 25 miles cross country from the south side, uh, cross city from the south side to the north side to get to school every day because I was in ROTC. 
I had to be at school at 6.30 every day. I left the house at 5.15, 5.30 every single day. So when you talk about discipline, determination, grit, perseverance, it's been in me since I can remember. But I knew I couldn't go to the neighborhood school because Notre Dame, that caliber of school wouldn't respect any of the neighborhood schools. And I blossomed at Roosevelt because I had that support system, the coaches, the teachers, and they rallied around me. And our teams were actually somewhat good. We wasn't great, but we were good. I put Roosevelt High School on the map. And then I think my, my sophomore year, Coach McGraw came to see me play. But I had just recovered from a migraine headache. And I said, please, migraine headache, please go away. And it went away. She saw me play. And she started recruiting me heavily after that. And then um, a couple of months later, I went on an official visit and I was determined not to leave the uni- the campus without verbally committing to her at Sunday breakfast. And that was my first semester senior year in high school. So I had made it. I had made it. Okay. Let's unpack some of this because this a lot. <laughs> This is not just a story. Again, remember what joy stands for? Journey of you. Mm -hmm. So I just wrote all this down. Danielle just articulated what we call the three Ds. Life is a 3D venture. And the 3D venture means three Ds are decision, discipline, Determination. You just said all three. <laughs> so you did. I mean, think about it. You know, people think, well, I've got to, you know, something tough. I got to go to school every day. Hello. You get to school every day. You may be able to walk. Right. You got to go to school. With us that, yeah. I went to school with a purpose. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. So this is what the map is. You said you put Roosevelt on the map. Yes. And I shared with you the other day, we had a great laugh about this. MAP is a wonderful acronym that stands for meaning and purpose. When you have meaning and purpose in life, it all works. And I want to emphasize something that you've done, Danielle, that, that, again, hundreds of thousands of people around the world are listening. They're leaning in and they're say, what are you talking about, Barry? Well, listen to what Danielle did. She had a migraine headache that day. She told the migraine headache to go away. I want you, everybody, to understand the power of you. The power of you. You have a migraine? Go away. Well, who's stronger? Your migraine or your blind? I don't feel well. Or your mind? The mind is stronger. That's not. That's not only one. Number two. When she went and made the visit to Notre Dame, you hear what she said? I made a decision that I'm not leaving the campus. <laughs> Without a verbal commitment, she she made it happen because she used the power that we have as a human being. You have your thoughts, your words, and your deeds. Mm. When your thoughts, your words, and your deeds are in alignment, I'll give you an example, wonderful Danielle. You know, sometimes people feel a little out of sorts. They go to a chiropractor, right? And you go to the chiropractor, and the chiropractor goes mm, mm, ah! <laughs> with your neck. Mm-hmm. Put you in alignment. Well, you just articulate what it means to be a spiritual chiropractor. You aligned your thoughts. I'm going to go to Notre Dame. Your words, I'm not leaving without a verbal commitment. Your deeds, I'm here. Going to make this happen. When that happens, there is nothing in the world. Nothing stands against spirit. Impossible. Nothing. You will make it happen. Now, does that take hard work? Ah, yes. And and let me say something about the spiritual connection. So for the people who don't know much about Notre Dame, Notre Dame has a seven foot mural on Hesburgh Library of Touchdown Jesus. So it's Jesus (laughs) with his arms up in the air. So when people kick a field goal in the north end zone, they're kicking it into Touchdown Jesus arm. So think about you're a seven year old kid. You see Jesus, you see a golden dome, which is real gold. And you see the basilica. And then you're over here thinking, God, why am I suffering? Why are you why are you putting me in this position? And you see the University of Notre Dame. It just all clicks. So that's the spiritual connection that carried me through 
those rough waves over the past decade from seven to 17. So that's why I held on so close and I would not, I would not let it go. Even when the thoughts of you're not good enough, you're not good enough to go to this university. You're not smart enough. You don't belong. Believe me, those automatic negative thoughts did creep in, but I had to take the chance and I'm glad I did. Because you know, as we said before, choice, not mm -hmm. chance determines your destiny. Yes, sir. You chose to be a worker. Again, let this, let's emphasize something. <laughs> <laughs> to be out, going out the door at 5.15 to get to school at 6.30. That means you didn't get up at 5.10. <laughs> you, <know, laughs> you got up earlier. It was still dark out. And whether it's summertime or winter, winter is cruel winters in Chicago. Brutal. I know. Brutal. 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 I grew up in Boston, Massachusetts. So, and even, but Chicago is, is it was more. brutal. And one uh, year I tore my Achilles tendon and I had a cast that came all the way up and nobody was coming to pick me up. So I still had to take those two trains and a bus for four months. I think I had that cast. So it was a journey. It was a journey, literally and figuratively. <laughs> Again, I'm emphasizing that everybody around the world now is leaning in and recognizing, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Whenever the negative thought comes in, by the way, Danielle, you and I both know, self-talk is the most important speech you will ever hear. Absolutely. It doesn't Absolutely. matter what anybody else says. Yeah, and there's a lot of it out there. And if, you, if you're addicted to social media, shame on you. It's on you. You can... Mm -hmm. You can reduce it, mitigate it, even disconnect sometimes. The point is self-talk. Yes. Self-talk is the most, and self stands for, because this is Danielle, she's a higher self. Self stands for recognizing you're a soul, energizing, living fully. Talk stands for teaching always love and kindness to yourself. Yes, yes. I call it self-compassion. And that's something that I, I would discover. And I'll, that's the next part of my story when I. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to get there. Just that's a perfect <laughs> segue. That is, uh, I would, I'm just so happy that you're here. And in fact, again, people watching, you see the Notre Dame shirt behind you. That's her number, play number. And you see the, the golden basketball and just all kinds of wonderful things. And remember where this started. This started in a place that, as she said, could have been a statistic. It was just too easy because most were. And now what she wants to do is she's carrying the torch, the light, because that's what it is. See, it's, it's a battle between light and dark. Am I correct on that, Danielle? Absolutely. Two, what they call a dichotomies, like something like that. Good, bad, yes. evil. Yes, evil, good. Yes, absolutely. And Danielle is carrying the torch of light, goodness, Positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. That's it. She has a map for people, meaning and purpose. So let's now do that wonderful segue you just spoke about and talk about the word service. You know, what does it mean to be a public servant? You talked about ROTC. Now, most people do not even know today about ROTC. It's almost verboten to speak about it, but mm -hmm. it's such a wonderful program. Uh, it's uh, Reserve Officer Training Corps. And it is something that, in my humble opinion, if people would avail themselves of it, especially, especially, by the way, people who think they don't have a ticket out. In other words, if you, you, you think you're, you're living lap of luxury, you need it even more, but that's a different story. But people don't <laughs> think they have a ticket out, let's say from you know difficult sit situations in an urban environment, ROTC, mm -hmm is one of the best things you could ever do for yourself, for yourself. For yourself. Yes, yes. Once it teaches you, you learn, leadership. Though, yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it teaches you leadership. It, it teaches you how to have someone's back. It's not all about you, but it's about the whole. You're just a piece of a bigger picture. And I learned that in high school. And I wanted to join ROTC in college, but they said, no, sweetheart, you're here on a basketball scholarship. But I never <laughs> right. wavered from that dream of serving my country. And I kept it in the back of my head until that opportunity came about. And so at the age of 25, I was teaching and I was coaching high school girls basketball. 
And I had this itch. This itch just wouldn't go away. It was in my in my heart that I needed to be doing something that was bigger than myself. I enjoyed teaching. I enjoyed coaching. But there was something missing. And then I realized I started having a conversation with that seven-year-old girl who always wanted to serve her country. And she said, either you're going to do it now or you're going to have regrets in life. You're going to be coulda, shoulda, woulda. But the but the tough part was war was looming. We were going to war. And so a part of me was scared because bad things happen in war. You know, people don't come back quite the same. But I still was willing to take that chance. So this is what I did. I researched each branch. I decided to go Army. I decided to enlist instead of going in as an officer because I wanted to work my way up. And I signed up as a military police officer because I had the thought of becoming a DEA agent or FBI agent. I still wanted to do something with the government. So that was my path. So at the age of 26 or 25, I raised my right hand to serve and protect um, the United States um, Constitution. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the conversation that you had with the seven-year-old you. And I'm asking everybody that's listening or watching to think about what Danielle just said and consider doing that. Having a conversation with the seven, eight, nine-year-old you. Think about the dreams that you may have had then and the ideas that you may have had then. And don't abandon because if you do, you might live with regret. Mm -hmm. And listen to what else Danielle did. She researched. She didn't just say, okay, I'm going to go and join. What? She researched the different branches, and she made a choice. Remember, choice, not chance, determines your destiny, (laughs) the path ahead and the trajectory. She had a map. She had meaning and purpose. She had a guide, and it was based on service. When your world is based on service, I'm going to make a statement. You cannot fail. Impossible. You'll get bumpy. Lots of things will happen. You cannot fail. That's the genius of service. So here you are. You joined the American U.S. Army and you went to war. You did go to war. I did go to war and I went as a gunner, the company commander's gunner. So I was the top gunner in basically an all-male company. And so you talk about an inflated ego. Here I am, (laughs) an older lady. I'm 26, going on 27. And I'm the top gunner in this company because they saw the potential and saw the value in me and by now, I'm ready. I'm mature. At the University of Notre Dame, I was a little immature, but I had some stuck points that I had to work through. But by this point, I'm ready to do whatever I need to do to follow directions because it's not about how many points you score. It's about saving lives, making the difference, improving, helping the Iraqi police officer. Um, I'm sorry, helping Iraqi um, citizens. It's bigger than me. So I couldn't be stuck just on me. It was an outer thing. Um, so that was a very, very proud moment for me. But then 16 months later, 16 months, well, I arrived in Iraq in January 2004. And then four months later, uh, my, I had a life-changing experience. Which we're going to speak about right now. I'm going to ask you a difficult question. And if you don't want to, it understood. Would you be willing to raise up on the screen your left hand? Okay, I want everybody to see this. This is one of the most remarkable human beings I've ever had the honor of interacting with. If you remember, Danielle told us she was left-hand dominated (laughs) in basketball. She has given up service, and she's given up one of her limbs. Left-hand limb. She was left-hand dominated. For the benefit of serving others. That's a lot of service. That's a lot of giving up. And as she said, that's that's a life-changing event. So let's go deep into this life-changing event because when something happens in this in a matter of a moment, 
one has to go deep into the well, the spiritual well, to raise up the bucket and have granny whispering in your ear and telling you, you can go through this. Will it be easy? Absolutely not. We're not talking easy. We're talking life. Right. So can you even begin to discuss with us what it meant to have this event happen? So I was hit by a rock on May 25th, 2004. I was patrolling on a rooftop, a police station, a rooftop in Baghdad, Iraq, when a rocket propelled grenade um, hit near me and separated my left arm immediately from my body. But at the time, I didn't know what hit me and I didn't know that my arm was missing. My initial thoughts were, this is a bad dream. This isn't real. There was ringing in my ears. There was dust everywhere. And then I became very angry because now I'm 27 years old and I'm about to die. Here I'm facing death right before my eyes. And I just remember thinking that I still had so much to give to this world and this was it. And so as I laid there waiting to die, I realized that I wasn't going to die. So then I said a prayer and I looked in the sky, which was filled with dust and debris. And I said, God, I don't know what I've done in this lifetime, but give me the strength to live, to tell my story. And I wanted a child because my husband and I, he, he's gone, he's passed since we were really trying to work hard to have a baby. And I kid you not, listeners, viewers, I felt a surge of energy hit my body where I thought I could get up and run, but I couldn't. I could still move my leg. I could see my arm was busted open, but I still didn't know my arm was missing. So my body was in shock. And now the shock is wearing off. And now I can feel the pain. And it was the most excruciating pain I could have imagined. And this is a woman who's had, who has two torn Achilles tendons, a torn PCL, shoulder injuries, all type of basketball injuries. But this pain was so painful that I wanted to die, but I didn't. And next thing I know, my soldier, my fellow soldiers, teammates, true teammates, their training kicked in and everybody took charge of something. And next thing I know, they carried me down to safety and I was met of that. But the military, I think we received some of the best training in the world, because I still think if any of those soldiers misses one assignment, I'm not here 19 years later telling my story. And, 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 what, a, and what a story. And there's got more of the story. We'll be right back again. <clears throat> we, we love the people who sponsor the show because that's how you get to see it all over the world. Yes. So we'll be right back with yes. amazing Danielle in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. This is so life affirming. We'll be right back after this brief message. Good day, everybody. Oh, something special for you. Amazing. Sometimes a great notion comes into the world and changes, causes a shift that benefits everyone. Isn't that wonderful? Everyone benefits. This time it's called Einstein Cares. That's right, like Albert Einstein. EinsteinCares.com. E-I-N-S-T-E-I-N. C-A-R-E-S, EinsteinCares.com. Go there and sign up to be aware of when the site launches. Because guess what this site is all about? Its mission is to give $1 billion to charity without costing any giver a penny. Okay, I'm going to say it again. The mission is to give $1 billion to charity without costing any giver a penny. And it's based upon something everybody loves to do. Shop, have fun, give money at no cost. Go to EinsteinCares.com. That's EinsteinCares.com. And register now so that when the site launches, you will be amongst the first to know about it. So you can shop, earn money, and give money at no cost. What a wonderful world to even be thinking about these things. EinsteinCares.com. Do it today. You'll thank me. And you know you love thanking me. Best wishes. Bye now. 
good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Maybe you're good-looking, which I was looking for and finding the good. And we found good in abundance. We found good in a being. Her name is Danielle Green. She is one of the most powerful, purposeful, positive, pleasant people you'll ever hear from. In every, and that's why we want you to share this with at least five people. You want to do 50, 100 people, that's great. But at least five. Everybody here share with five will touch a million and a half people because she's the essence of meaning and purpose. She's the essence of service. Through the United States military, she now, thank God, speaks and shares light and resiliency and goodness with people all over the country and around the world through these, this medium and doing it for Wounded Warriors Project. Wounded Warriors are some, some of the most remarkable human beings that actually are on the earth. So, Danielle, you're hit by what's called an RPG. Mm-hmm. Your left arm is blown off. Your fellow soldiers gather out, and with their training, this is key, everybody, training, training, which seems monotonous at the time, <laughs> and yet when it's necessary kicks in and therefore able not just to help you not help save Please. your life yes yes because your life needs to be saved because there is a greater purpose yes. you medevac and in, and now you're medevac i assume it first in iraq and then eventually to germany is germany. that true Germany, and then to Walter Reed Army Medical Center. One of the best in the world. One of the best in the world. And so I arrived at Army Medical, at Army, Walter Reed Army Medical Center, and probably the next day someone knocks on the door. And I'm feeling sad, you know, like what in the world just happened? Because everything happened so quickly. There's a knock on the door, and I say, come in. And the gentleman comes, and he says, welcome home, soldier. And it puts a smile on my face. And he says, here's a backpack. And I'm like, a backpack? And I'm ex- I don't know if I could open it because I was pretty weak. But in this backpack, it had a shirt that said Wounded Warrior Project. And it had toiletries. And it had a CD player. And it had comfort items. And I said, wow, because people don't know when you leave the battlefield, Sometimes you just have a hospital gown on. You don't have anything. You don't have an overnight bag. You just have what you have on your back. And so to see them, complete strangers, enter my life before my late husband arrived, before my family arrived and said, we got your back. It meant the world. And I tell people, it gave me, they gave me hope. Wounded Warrior Project gave me hope when I was laying there feeling hopeless. Like, how the heck am I going to get through this? This event, this is some serious stuff. But they said, we'll be here with you. And they didn't have much back then. 19 years ago, it was a young organization. This year, we're celebrating 20 years of honoring and empowering wounded warriors. But back then, they just had a backpack. And what they offered, Barry, and listeners and viewers, they offered connection. They offered community. They were a family. They bought strangers because everybody, nobody knew each other back then. They bought us all together. And they, they, they created this synergy in the hospital, outside the hospital, where you wanted to live. You wanted to move forward. You wanted to get healthy so you could be a part of this thing that was growing, too. And that's what I did. I went on every event that I could go on, football games, dinners, just anything to share my story and just build that connection. And I started to heal at the hospital. But then when I wasn't going to these connection events, I still had to face reality. I still had to go to occupational therapy and learn how to use my non-dominant hand. I tell people when I speak, imagine using your non-dominant hand now to tie your shoes, to cook, to clean. For women out there that struggle with uh, putting a bra on with two hands, now you got one hand. Uh, it was just scary. It was a very, it was very, very scary times. But I always say I have a Division One mentality, collegiate athlete mentality. And- oh, that was a great line. I have a Division One mentality, which makes a difference in life, right? It I mean, really that's- does. It really does. Yes. And so I tackle that like I would tackle my a torn Achilles tendons or or an assignment in the military or an assignment on the basketball court. So after eight months. I was ready to, I was optimistic. I was determined. I was still a little fearful, um, but I was ready to 
to accept, accept my new reality. And I learned that in order for other people to um, love me and accept me, I had to practice self-compassion. I had to love and embrace myself. And that wasn't always difficult. I, I mean, this is a happy show, but there was some tough times ahead, but I had to practice. Wait a minute. Do you, you're telling us you're human? <laughs> Absolutely. I know an <laughs> RPG couldn't take me out, but I'm still human. <laughs> right. But that's the point. An RPG, a rocket propelled grenade going at your body couldn't take you out because you come from different place. You come from different stock. You come from granny. You come from believing. You come from understanding. You come from division one. Forget this basketball. You are a division one being. Mm -hmm. You had some serious shift happen for you and you used it. You see, there's a very famous line in the, in the world, a guy named Archimedes back uh, 2,300 years ago said, give me a fulcrum and a lever and I'll move the world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, that's what you did. Absolutely. You're moving the world. And hope, you're bringing hope to people. Hope stands for helping others progress every day. Helping others progress every day. I love it. That's you. I love it. That is, Danny, I mean, <laughs> I tear up in, in, in our show right now because we're dealing with, the, as she said, the reality of human beings are suffering on the physical level and recognizing that at some part of that, the higher being, the fact that you're a soul experiencing life fully, that's your real higher self. You're a soul experiencing life fully takes over and yes, okay, we have physical infirmities. Now what? My mind is here. Yes. And therefore, I can go forward and help become a guide for others. Right. And the fact that people can look at me and say, I've raised my left hand, and it's a stump. You saying people get, ah! Well, mm -hmm. hello. You, everybody has a stump of something, <laughs> <Yes>. right? Yes. <laughs> you just yes. may not know it. <laughs> yes. And it's funny you say that. Like I, I, I practice gratitude almost every day. And I say, yes, I lost my left arm, but I still have my right arm. I still have my mind. I still have my heart. I still have my soul. I still have a great family. I have a great extended family and wounded warrior project and other organizations out there. So that's something to be grateful for and to build off of that. And that's what I've been doing for 19 years is just building off of what I have in front of me. And that looking in the rearview mirror, looking in the rearview mirror can't help me that much. I got to <laughs> move forward because people are looking at me. They're like, OK, what's her next step? Because I'm struggling but look at her. And so that's why I'm still here today. And so Wounded Warrior Project inspired me so much that I went to graduate school. I eventually went to graduate school and I was at, I went home January, 2005. I started graduate school five months later. And three years later, I was able to obtain a, a, a clinical counseling license. And I became a readjustment counselor with the Department of Veterans Affairs. Um, I went, I did education for a while, but I still didn't feel fulfilled, but I was telling my story so much and I was going to um, events, adaptive sports events and just connection events. I said, I need to be working with veterans. And so finally I was able to work with veterans and my first group of veterans was Vietnam veterans. And they didn't want to work with a female because they was like, well, we didn't serve with a female. And I said, you know, yeah, what? yeah, come on. We don't want you. And then they finally came around, of course. They finally came around and I saw the I saw value and I saw power in storytelling. And now, you know, for the past 19 months, I get to do it all the time now, not one on one, but across many different uh, medias like like you're providing. And so. You know, I was talking to our CEO and I said, sir, Mike, you know, I keep telling the same story. He said, that's OK. This audience hasn't heard Danielle Green's story. And there's power in your story. And he set me straight. And I was like, you know what? There's power in this story. So keep telling it as long as people want to have me on shows or invite me to fundraising events. Keep telling and keep growing and keep healing. And you never know who you're inspiring or impacting and and so like i say every day is a blessing and and i refuse 
to give in on, like I said, any automatic negative thoughts, because I said a prayer 19 years ago on that rooftop that I wanted to live and tell that story. And then number three happened. I had a baby in August, August 22nd, 2014. Professor Daniel Green, because he thinks he's the professor. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a blessing. I'm just very thankful. So, And that is a great insight. Well, this audience hasn't heard the story. And now we're touching hundreds of thousands of people. And again, we urge you, share this with five people. Just five. That's, we're not, that's not a heavy lift. You want to share with a thousand people, it's up to you. But let's touch a million and a half lives around the world. Wounded Warriors Project, by the way, everything you want to know about, just so you tell everybody, everything you want to know about Danielle and her story and all the links that are available, just go to my website, barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E.com. Everything about Danielle will be there, about Wounded Warriors Project. I think there's a million and a half followers on Facebook and 250 plus thousand active members of Wounded Warriors Project. And everybody, I mean everybody, you don't have to live in just the United States of America, should become aware of Wounded Warriors Project, should go on Facebook or any other medium where they're available and just say, I like you. I love you. That's it. You want to give money? That's another thing also. It's always welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. The real, the real key is that it's, it's becoming known. It's really yes. important that it should be known, the Wounded Warriors Project. And, it, and the public needs to know about it, not just veterans, but the public, because maybe you live right next door to a veteran or caregiver or dependent of a veteran who's suffering. The Wounded Warrior Project looks at the veteran holistically. So it's just not me, but it's my son or it's my significant other. And the programs are designed that way to help the, the veteran holistically. So we've evolved so much from just the backpack program. We have warriors to work. So if you're looking for a job, we can teach you how to interview, teach you how to dress, give you mock interviews, get you some job leads. If you're struggling with post-traumatic stress disorder, traumatic brain injury, military sexual trauma, depression, anxiety, we have pro programs and partnerships with universities, Rush University, Emory, and UCLA, and one other that have specialties to deal with mental health. You know, we have Project Odyssey, where you go out in the wilderness and you talk about even more stuff. You know, you're with a team and you learn how to trust again and how to love and how to give peer support program. We have over 18 different programs that can help you through the A's through Z's of life. But I speak because no veteran should have to suffer alone. There, Wounded Warrior Project offers too many programs and tools and resources for this stuff to go to waste. So I have to get out there and pay the concrete or whatever I need to do to get the word out. And so that's what we do as an organization. And one more thing, people don't understand that Wounded Warrior Project is a giving organization. So they fundraise, but we also give to other non-for-profits because we, we can't do it all. So we have over 22 different non-for-profit organizations that we give money to to fill on those gaps that we're not able to accommodate. So what better way to receive and give out? I mean, you, you, you can't ask for anything more than that. So I'm blessed, Barry. I'm very blessed. <laughs> As are we, Danielle. Danielle, I'm almost sorry to say these words, but our time has come yes. almost to a close. I have three questions for you. You ready? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Number one, will you come back again? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've had a ball. Yes. Yes. Sir. Thank, Thank you, you for the invitation. Okay. <laughs> so now here comes a tougher one. Uh, you have only 80 seconds to answer this question. Okay. Danielle Green, what is your most fervent desire? Ooh, my most fervent desire. Wow. I would say world peace, but that's kind of out of my hands. So I will narrow it down to what is um, right in front of me. I want to be around to see my son, who is nine years old, become a man and become a contributing, contributing member of society. Now, if he wants to serve our country, that's great. If he wants to do something else, that's great. But I want to be around long enough to see him do his part um, to make this world a better place. 
And then I want to get my RV van and I want to travel all over the country and just be free. Thank you. And number three, may I give you a hug in front of 368,920 people around the world? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let me tell you what hug stands for. Hug stands for heartfelt, unlimited giving. (laughs) Heartfelt, unlimited giving. A count of three, wonderful Danielle. Here we go. One, two, three. Again, ah. the joy of living podcast with your humble host, Barry Shore. And what a journey it is. Joy, remember, joy stands for journey of you. And the reason you tuned in to this podcast, because you know here we talk about the three fundamentals of life, which will make you happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? The three fundamentals are life. Your life has a purpose, like Danielle. And number two, you live a dream, a purpose-driven life, like Danielle. What happens? You go mad, like she's a mad woman. Make a difference. <laughs> And number three, unlock the power and the sequence of everyday words and terms so you can become happier, healthier, and wealthier. Use www, what a wonderful world. Smile, seeing miracles in life every day, as my eight-year-old niece says, seeing miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you want to live in, causing rethinking. Listen, Danielle, enabling all to excel. That means a shift in your perspective. Keep that F in place. And... Use four-letter words like love, life, hope, free, gift, and tell the world to F you, capital N, capital N. So when you see a family <laughs> and friends after a show, that's right. Make them laugh. Say, what was that all about? He said, well, Barry Shore wants to teach the world to F you. And he had Danielle Green on, and she's really an F you being. <laughs> F you, capital N, capital N. And use, please, the two most powerful words in the English language every single day for the rest of your life because it will benefit you, your family, your friends, and the whole world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Dancer, to harmonize and nurture kindness. So a blessing from Danielle and Barry. Go forth. Live exuberantly. Spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. Danielle, don't go away, please. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Joy of Living podcast. Now that's another step towards your healthier, happier, and wealthier life. Never hesitate to do good in the world, no matter what the situation. Join us for another upbeat discussion next time at BarryShore.com. And be sure to leave a rating and subscribe to the show to get more conversations like this. And remember to share it with your family and friends, too. See you on the next episode.